Welcome to How Travel Writers Self-Publish. This podcast brings you the most up-to-date and relevant advice, tips, and strategies to get your travel book written, self-published, and marketed to a global audience. And here's your host, travel writer and digital nomad, Jay Artali. Are you ready to self-publish your way to author success? I've spoken to lots of authors who have a completed draft ready to publish and it's sitting in their top drawer while they continue to receive rejection letter after rejection letter from traditional publish houses who aren't willing to take a risk on a new writer. And when I ask these authors why they don't opt for self-publishing, the standard response I get is they feel that if they don't have a deal with a traditional publisher, they're not a real author. But nothing could be further from the truth. As soon as you create a professional self-published book with your author name on the cover, you're a published author. It's as simple as that. Whenever you take a journey, it doesn't matter your mode of transport. The important thing is that you arrive at your intended destination. And being an author is a journey. Whether you self-publish or go the traditional route, the only thing that matters is that your professionally produced book is available for readers to read. Now, the key term here is professional, and this needs to be your ultimate self-publishing goal. When you create a book that conforms to industry standards, is professionally proofread, has an eye-catching cover, and is interesting and informative to read, your readers won't care how it was published. They'll just be really thankful that you wrote a book that helps them. Now, most self-publishing steps can be completed by the author, and you could probably attempt them at least once just to get an understanding of the steps involved. One step in the self-publishing process you must always outsource is proofreading. And depending on your design skills or lack of, it might also be beneficial to outsource your cover design too. Don't write an informative book full of spelling mistakes and grammatical errors and then dress it in a shabby cover. Both of these indie author rookie mistakes scream self-published. This is no way to attract a loyal audience or be taken seriously as an author. So if you're still on the fence about why you should self-publish, let's just go through some benefits of self-publishing. If you feel you've got a viable book idea, don't wait around for a traditional publisher to take a chance on your book concept. Trade publishers are becoming increasingly reluctant to publish authors without a track record or back books that only appeal to a niche market. If that wasn't motivation enough to spur you into self-publishing, here are some benefits to sway your publishing decision. Number one, self-publishing provides greater creative control. When you self-publish a book, you get to make all the decisions to get your book into the reader's hands. You can choose which format versions to release, your distribution network, which retailers your book is available through, the look and feel of your internal formatting, your cover design, and you can even choose the list price. Number two, self-publishing offers increased royalties. Traditional publishers pay authors royalties on their books they sell, and you might receive 10 to 15% of the list price of each book sold, and the rest of the profits go to the publisher. But when you self-publish, you receive higher royalties. For example, if you publish directly with Amazon, you can earn up to 70% of your list price. Number three, self-publishing provides a longer shelf life for your book. Traditional publishers put most of their effort into new releases, and the first couple of months of a book's life is the most critical from a sales perspective. And if sales during that period are disappointing, then your book will quickly disappear into the back catalogue. 
But as a new author, it can take a while to build a following for your book. And when you sub-publish, you're in charge of the marketing and promotional activities that support the ongoing growth of your book. Number four, self-publishing supports your writing brand. Self-publishing a book in your travel niche is an excellent vehicle for putting the spotlight on your knowledge and expertise and developing your writing brand. Once you've written your first book, you can create companion content to build momentum around it, which is what I did with my free writing for Travel Writers ebook. I created a paperback version and a couple of accompanying paperback workbooks. Number five, self-published books are grabbing more market share. Here are some stats from the author earnings report from Q2 to Q4 2017, which shows that ebook authors are becoming a force to be reckoned with in the top selling charts. Did you know that seven out of the top 100 selling ebooks in the US were self publishing indies? Did you know that 50 of the top 250 selling ebook authors in the US were self published? Did you know that 121 of the top 500 selling ebook authors in the US were self published? And did you know that 284 of the top 1,000 selling ebook authors in the US were self publishing? You have the power at your fingertips to self publish your travel guide. So please join me each week to go through the different aspects of writing and self publishing your travel guide. So each week, I'm going to host a 20-minute podcast episode that covers one of the aspects of self-publishing. So we'll be looking at travel writing and the whole production side of getting your ebook or paperback out there into the hands of your readers. We'll also be covering one of the most important aspects of self-publishing, which is how to successfully market and promote your own book. I thought I'd use this first episode as an opportunity to introduce myself. My name's Jay, also known across social media as Rovin Jay. I used to be a corporate executive in Los Angeles, and I worked for a Hollywood studio as a project manager, which entailed traveling around the world, and I did projects in Brazil and Sweden and the UK and across Europe. But my base was in Los Angeles. I've always been bitten by the travel bug, and it was a great opportunity to have a job that entailed traveling but that just wasn't enough for me. So when we got married, my husband and I cemented a five-year plan that we would move from Los Angeles and go and travel the world. Well, life happens, doesn't it? That five-year plan turned into a 10-year plan, turned into a 15-year plan. But finally, at year 17, that was it. And I wanted to see the world. And I wanted to follow my passion, which was writing. Now in the corporate world today, communication is key. And I loved writing business documents, doing business training. And those were the aspects that really resonated with me. But I wanted to write for myself. I wanted to do creative writing, but I also wanted to share ideas and knowledge that I'd acquired to help other people get the information that I'd spent hours researching. And the idea for this came when We went to Turkey on holiday with a view to looking at property. But after three weeks, we bought a house, came back to Los Angeles and started planning our future. Now, at the time, there weren't many websites or books about the area in Turkey that we just bought a house in. So each year when we went back to Turkey for a visit, I started researching the local area. 
I'd hop on the local buses, find out-of-the-way places, try and dodge the tourist traps and look for ways of connecting with the local community, whether that's visiting the local farmers markets, going to little restaurants that have been in the same family for years and they're down a little side street, places that the day trippers and cruise ship visitors wouldn't ordinarily go. I wanted to give them an opportunity of seeing a different side of Turkey, the friendly side, the accessible side, the inexpensive side. And I built my first blog around this concept of sharing as much information as I could to the casual visitor, long-term visitor to the Bodrum Peninsula. That's my longest-running blog. And each time I go back to Turkey, I spend weeks researching the local area to update the information on my website. And that's basically where my roving J moniker came from. When I was working as a corporate executive, I didn't want people to know I was a blogger. So I created a pseudonym of Roving J and used that to create my personal blog, which is rovingj.com, and my social media profiles. Now that I'm no longer a corporate employee, I feel a bit more comfortable about being a blogger. Plus, I think blogging for a few years under Roving J and under the radar gave me a bit more confidence about other people reading what I was writing. So nowadays, I've got a couple more blogs. One is jrtally.com, which is my author website, and I showcase the books I've written there. And then my final website is Birds of a Feather Press, and that's my indie press website that shares self-publishing and travel writing advice to travel bloggers and travel writers just like you that are looking to turn their blog into a travel book, whether that's a travel guide or a travel memoir or some other travel how-to book to help other travellers to go out there and experience the world. As well as a blogger, I'm also an author. So what do I write? Well, I started off by writing about Turkey, and that was basically taking my blog content from my Turkey website and then crafting that into a couple of travel guides. First one is my Bodrum Peninsula travel guide, which covers a broad area of the Bodrum Peninsula aimed at independent travellers to step off the beaten path and experience a different side of Turkey. And then my second travel guide was the Gumushluk travel guide, which is a popular international tourist destination on the Bodrum Peninsula, even though it's just a small fishing village. And the third travel guide in this Turkey trilogy is a day tripper's guide to Bodrum, which focuses just on the town of Bodrum and is aimed at a target audience of day trippers. And as you start to write your book, you realize that one of the most important things to focus on is who is your audience? Who are you trying to reach? And this not only helps you craft your content, but also helps you design the cover and write the description and book blurb and all of the other marketing and promotion activities you need to do to get your book in front of readers. And currently I'm working on a backpacker's guide to Cambodia aimed at baby boomers. But I don't just write travel guides. My first non-fiction book was Free Writing for Travel Writers, which focuses on how to use a creative free writing technique to improve your travel writing. Now, as a travel writer, you can't rest on your laurels. You need to craft words that inspire and entertain and inform and educate your audience. Whether your readers are armchair travellers or are planning a trip, you owe it to them to use free writing to take your travel writing from one-dimensional to engaging. 
And although free writing is used extensively by fiction writers, I found it to be a really useful tool for non-fiction writers. So no matter what type of writer you are, sometimes you're going to struggle with how to start a new chapter of your book or how to get in the right headspace to write your next blog article. I use free writing to help me brush away the lateral thinking cobwebs because it forces you to rely more heavily on your creative side. You know, writing travel guides and non-fiction books is a very analytical exercise. There's lots of research and fact-checking to be done, and then there's the structural organisation of the content. All of these activities rely on lateral thinking, but your words also need to leap from the page to connect with your audience. In order to achieve this, you need to create content that evokes an emotional reaction in your reader. It's all too easy to get stuck in an educational or informational rut when writing nonfiction. But as soon as you tap into the inspirational side of a topic, you're creating content that's no longer one dimensional. I use free writing in a variety of different scenarios to achieve different end results. And this book explains the basics of free writing and how you can use the popular technique to improve your travel writing. To accompany this book, I created a couple of paperbacks which are travel writing prompt journals. Each one contains 50 travel writing prompts that you can practice your travel writing and your free writing using the travel prompts that were included in the Free Writing for Travel Writers book. And earlier this month, I released a Five Senses travel journal, which is a blank page journal that includes space for you to include what you see, what you smell, what you hear, what you touch and what you taste as you're going around your day and doing travel writing. So rather than capturing copious notes that may or may not be useful when you're writing your travel books and your travel articles, now you have a handy reference to look back on and use as inspiration for your travel writing. And finally, I have my How to Write and Self-Publish a Travel Guide series of books. The first one is about planning your travel guide. Second one is writing your travel guide. The third one is how to produce your ebook and print book. And the fourth one is how to market and promote your travel guide. These are initially being released as ebooks. And once I've finished all four of them, they'll be available in print as well. Now, I know the last couple of minutes probably sounded like an infomercial for my books. But the reason I've covered the different travel guides and nonfiction books that I've written is to show you I've had many years of experience writing and self-publishing books. My book series is based on how to write and self-publish a travel guide, but this podcast is going to cover any kind of travel book, whether it's a travel guide, a travel memoir, a travel how-to guide. Basically, any non-fiction book that a travel blogger or a travel writer, just like you, wants to write or self-publish The one caveat is I'm not going to be covering fiction. Fiction and non-fiction marketing promotion are very different. So this podcast is only going to focus on travel-related non-fiction books. So if you're a travel writer or travel blogger and have content that you want to turn into an ebook or a paperback, this podcast is for you. If you've got a passion for writing, and I'm assuming you do because you're maintaining a travel blog or you're a travel writer, Why not use your passion and your knowledge and your expertise about specific destination or a travel topic and turn that knowledge into an ebook, into a print book, into workbooks? Whatever kind of nonfiction book you want to create, we'll create it together. And when you think about it, 
Becoming an author can help you build your brand and establish your subject matter expertise. But at the root of becoming an author, the key thing is that you're writing about something you're passionate about. Becoming an author isn't a get-rich-quick scheme. Your first draft could take you anywhere from between 6 months and 18 months, depending on your topic. And that's a long time to be writing about a topic you don't really give a damn about. Savvy travel bloggers have already embraced the potential of PDF downloads and giveaways to build their mailing list. They're inexpensive to produce and often the content is just sitting on your blog patiently waiting to be repurposed. Before I published my first ebook, I created a series of free quick reference travel guides for my Bodrum Peninsula Travel Guide website. I used these free downloads to build a mailing list of my target audience, which I then used for promotional and marketing purposes when I released my first travel guide. If you haven't already created some free PDF downloads from your blog content, it's something worth considering. Your download will help you build your mailing list, which is an integral part of your book marketing and promotional strategy. PDFs are a great starting point for repurposing your content, but ebooks and print books are one of the most effective ways to establish yourself as a subject matter expert. It doesn't matter whether you're a part time or full time travel blogger or travel writer, the majority of your online activities will be revolving around building your audience and increasing your influence. As a prolific blogger, you can create a vast resource of articles on your blog, but at some point you need to optimize your content, not only to keep things challenging and exciting for yourself, but to differentiate yourself from other generalists in your travel niche. So before we go any further, get yourself a notebook to record your travel book ideas or download a note-taking app for your mobile device and get into the habit of jotting down notes as soon as they cross your mind. Carry your book or device with you wherever you go so that any time a flash of inspiration hits, you're ready to capture it. One of the note-taking apps I recommend is Evernote. There's a free version which is excellent for writing notes or capturing articles, screenshots from the web. You can also record voice notes and take and store images. Every time I stumble across a valuable bit of research, I save it to Evernote and tag it with a category so that when I'm writing my books, I can easily locate all of the research, inspiration and information I've accumulated. Your readers lead busy lives and want a shortcut to information. Yes, they can research travel locations and information themselves, but for a minimum cost, they can access a travel guide or travel book that covers this specific area of interest merged into a centrally organized location, i.e. your ebook or paperback. I was a press attendee at the Los Angeles Travel Show last year, and my primary goal was to interview key people from Lonely Planet, Fromers, DK Guides and Rick Steves to get their take on the long-term prospects of the travel guide market. Far from being in decline, each company has expanded their range of travel guides. Bottom line, international travel is booming and more people are traveling to more destinations. There's lots of travel bloggers who use ebooks to cement themselves as brand ambassadors for their niche topic. And on my Birds of a Feather website, I host a series of travel bloggers who write travel guides or travel memoirs. And this is a great place to start if you're looking for inspiration of other travel bloggers and writers who've self-published their own book. To read these interviews, just visit www.birdsofafeatherpress.com and click on author interviews. And that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Let's get this book written. You've been listening to the How Travel Writers Self-Published Podcast, hosted by digital nomad and travel writer Jay Artali. 
visit us at www.birdsofafeatherpress.com.